What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to ATDA. I know it's been a little break. I, I haven't been on in a while, but I'm back at it, and I'm back with Simply Bree. Hey, uh, how y'all doing? Yes, we're back, and, you know, honestly, the reason I have not been posting has not been from lack of topics. It's just been, you know, finding time in life. I got to make this more of a priority, and I do enjoy it. So thank you for listening, and here we go with Agree to Disagree. Our topic today is, um, I'm going to call it young girl, older man, because I'm not talking simply about, you know, a big age difference in relationships. I've had, I've met a lot of people that have, uh, a nice size age difference in their relationship and it works out very well. I'm talking specifically about the high school girl who dates the man in his twenties. More specifically, his mid twenties. But mm-hmm. you know, twenty-one period. Once you're twenty-one, you're a grown man, grown man. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want you guys to to sound off. Give me, especially from the women's perspective. You know, what was your experience? For me, in high school, I knew quite a few young ladies that dated gentlemen that were uh, that were adults. You know what I mean? Not just like nineteen, twenty, just graduated a year or two ago. I'm talking twenty-one or older, and they were, you know, in any grade, all grades, from ninth all the way to twelfth grade. And that makes you anywhere from 14 to 18 somewhere. So it wasn't like a uh, a big deal at the time. I don't think we, we viewed it that way. We knew that some of the young ladies had a boyfriend that might be, you know, a grown man and things of that nature. And I bring it up specifically because I saw something on social media and it it triggered me or whatever. That's the new word everyone's using. It triggered, triggered me. I found... Um, so let me get a context and I'm going to make it quick and we're going to have Simply Breathe chime in with us real quick. The uh, I, I indulge in some ignorance. The ignorance I indulge in is loving hip-hop every now and then, especially the Atlanta one because I live in the Atlanta area and I like I used to like seeing some of the spots. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go check that spot out, check this spot out. It started with my wife who, you know, she, uh, you know, she's watching it one night and, you know, I watch a full episode with her. And then, you know, the next week she watches it again. I watch most of that episode. <laughs> By the third week, I'm telling her, hey, hey, it's time for a love of hip hop. <laughs> yeah, that's how By it the starts. third week, you know, that's how it that's how it worked for me. My lady was she straight up introduced me to it. She's watching <laughs> it. I'm like, well, you know, this ignorance is kind of entertaining here. <laughs> this is kind of funny. Yeah. Especially um when you recognize some of the characters who yeah. are actual hip hop figures that, you know, may have been around a few years ago or were were popping a little more a few years ago. And uh, so that that's what that's a little background on what I'm bringing up. So someone from one of the love and hip hop cast, I am an optimist to a fault. I always try to find the positive and stuff. So I found a couple that I'm not going to name specifically and I'm not going to name which location, New York, L.A., whatever. But if you if you know these series, you kind of know might know who I'm talking about. One couple celebrated 20 years of marriage and I thought it was the best thing in the world i was like in all of this bs and all of this ignorance you do have real couples in there who are really trying to you know live a a certain type of life i'll I'll say or or they're trying to live above some of the bs or whatever you want to call it but they had celebrated 20 years of marriage and i was very happy about that and then last week i saw on social media some of the background on it and it threw me off a little bit Hmm. so from what i read the young lady met this this gentleman that she's married to and they've been together 20 years when she was 15 years old. This is what I read. I didn't know if it was true. From what I also read, 
you know, they, they got involved with each other and she became pregnant somewhere before her 18th birthday. I don't know if she gave birth on by the time she was 18 or was still 17, but somewhere before her 18th birthday, she became pregnant. None of this really bothered me until I, you know, did a little bit of my research and found that at the time when she was 15, the gentleman was 28. And it was just, it was a little much for me to take in. Like, I like going to see Friday Night Lights. I like going to see uh, some of the high school football. Uh, Marietta High School was in the state championship this year. Shout out to them. And I like going there and I don't feel uncomfortable because I don't, feel as though I, I go after or I'm looking at young girls you know what I mean they're all around and stuff but it don't make me no difference because my mind state is of that doesn't attract me at all you know mm -hmm. the fact that you're so young just does nothing for me I don't even see you physically but you know with all that's going on with uh with our boy Kells and and um you know and everything that he's gone through and from what I've saw online now my research ain't great today but I saw somewhere where Dr. Uma said how early uh, psychologists and, and philosophers about psychology said that it was really normal for a man, a grown man to be attracted to a, a younger woman a, a woman in her teens and things of that nature and it sounded really pedophilic that if that's a word, I'm sorry if it's not but you know, it just threw me off, it threw me off a little bit because for me, I was like, when I was at that age, by the time I was 21, I just, I stopped even talking to girls you know what i mean that were in high school when i was 20 yeah i might have still talked to one 18 19 yeah definitely was still involved with girls that were in high school but i was i was somewhat of a young boy myself so um once again it kind of it it played on me it, it messed with me a little bit so i wanted to have someone like brie kind of speak on one her experience and and what your take on that situation is or a situation like that specifically when a male in his mid to late 20s to me goes after a young girl yeah i know some of these young girls come at you but at that age aren't you at a point where it's like hey I don't, i'm not going for this or i'm not going for that or is it one of those things where you had a connection and the connection was bigger than the whole age deal you know what i mean so what are your your thoughts on it my first question before i even ask you that did you were you ever involved with a with an adult male while you were in high school? It's nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, I, feel like a lot of people, I have no shame. Right. Um, if anything, I'm trying to be more transparent as I go. Um, I actually lost my virginity to a guy who I want to say he was in his late twenties when I was seventeen, going on eighteen, and I was in high school. I was a senior in high school, and this person was um, someone that a lot of people knew. And a lot of people, and, and it was funny because I didn't actually pay attention to all of the rumors that he liked young girls and, you know, he's he likes to drive around the high school when school gets out, you know, trying to show off his car and stuff and sway the young girls. And none of that really came to mind, I guess, because I wasn't thinking about relationships. I wasn't even thinking about boys. I wasn't, you know, a homosexual or anything. I just, my focus was on school because that's how I was brought up. So this person was able to get close to me um, throughout time, throughout my teenage years. And so I was more comfortable with him. And of course, even just the way that the whole sexual thing went down, it was almost just like a playful. He was like very playful, like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be a bad girl if you hang around me and I didn't think twice about it of course yeah I did think it was weird as shit though 
was weird, weird as ever. But, you know, he would just say weird stuff. And, you know, when someone says, oh, you're going to be bad if you hang around me, your natural reaction is, well, hmm, why would I be bad? Let me find out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he, 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 he got the cookies. And um, I, of course, was like, oh, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Because it was horrible. But even still, mm-hmm. it was just like, that doesn't count. Ah. <laughs> it didn't count because, to me, it just wasn't supposed to have happened. I knew it was wrong. He knew it was wrong. And on top of that, he wanted to continue to do it. And I made up some bogus excuse that I had to get a pap smear. And I didn't want the gynecologist to know that I had been having sex. So I couldn't do it. So to me, he never seen anything wrong with his behavior and the fact that he was older having intercourse with a, a, a minor because I wasn't 18. Um, and if you don't mind me interjecting mm-hmm. in, at that point, so the little bit of research that I have for this episode is here in the state of Georgia and from what I'm told in 32 other states, the legal age of consent is 16. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my coworkers actually brought that to my attention and uh, he was just saying, but these raw laws were written so long ago that they don't really reflect our times right now. And to me, it always makes me ask the question. I always ask questions about stuff like this. It, it made me ask the question, is it normal or are we demonizing people that are normal and, and calling them, you know, horrible names like pedophile and mm-hmm. this, that and the third one? It might be perfectly normal for a 24 year old man to sleep with an 18 year old you know, young lady. I, I think that's I honestly, if you look at how mature some of the young women I was around when I was 17 and 18, they had the maturity level of someone just a little older. I'm not saying they were like so mature that they should be dating these grown men, these later 20s and early 30s men or whatever. But I could understand how her being around a 17 year old guy, you know, she kind of saw maybe saw them as a more immature. And I, I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. At 17, I had the maturity of maybe a 14 year old. A 13 year old. I remember how I was. I was very childish in some ways and I was still coming into my own and growing up. So that's my next question to you, Bree. Is it normal? Do you do you see it as a normal thing as far as the mental levels? They connect in that way. You know, because when I think of a 17, 18 year old young woman, I, I think of a young woman. I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really see a 17 year old, 18 year old as a girl anymore. I think if even in my family, I don't view them in a way that I would go after them any kind of way, mm-hmm. but I view them as young women is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And do you feel it's normal, this type of behavior? Well, see, the interesting thing about that is I can say that it's not normal. I can say that it is normal. It, I think it really depends on the culture and what is viewed as being normal within that culture. Because we can say as Americans that that's not normal, but then that's some type of behavior that's condoned in other countries, regardless of the age. It's more so your status. So me personally, from what I know and how I was raised, I feel like that's abnormal. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of questions the person's mental state and what it is about these young girls that draw their attention and their fascination. You know, is it something that they're lacking? And usually that is the case. They're lacking in some type of area. 
and they know that women their age or anywhere close to their age is going to call them out and they're not going to deal with them because Agreed. they're lacking. So they go to someone who has no experience and is not capable of recognizing mm-hmm. where this person lacks because they make up for it in different areas such as materials. Right. I got a car. I have my own I place. Got jewelry. And that covers up the fact that your sex is whack. Yeah, yes. And sex is you know, whack. women your age maybe are, are not put out dealing with you. For me, the tipping point to me in mm-hmm. age is to me about twenty four. I remember turning twenty four and just maturing it somehow. Yeah. I just something about me changed where when I was 22 and and 21 I could still see myself possibly getting into certain mm-hmm. you know situations. My situation was different because at 21 my sister was turning 18 and I always kind of had a line where it's like yeah. I don't mess with girls younger than my sister for sure right. and really girls my sister's age. You know, I've had some of her friends who've been attracted to me over the years but i've always kind of drawn this little mental line in my head like oh you little sister level now you know but a girl one year older than her i would i would no problem you know what i mean that's only two years younger than me at the time but once again for me it was 24 and just to speak on what you're talking what you're saying there later 20s a a 27 a 28 year old man Mm -hmm. who you know is is dating young women because to be honest, these guys aren't like it isn't just a one time thing. It doesn't feel like to me. They date younger women. Mm-hmm. At some point, they've made a decision to that's no longer go after, you know, older women. And you can still date a younger woman that's 21, 22, mm-hmm. 18, 19. Where is that line of, you know, so I think she answered the question as no. First, mm-hmm. it's not normal to me. Personally, I don't think it's normal. But. I'm not the end-all, be-all. I, I do think, right. like you said, it's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think we prosecute certain people and not others, and it just depends on who you are. I feel like Elvis did the same thing that Jerry Lee Lewis did, but Jerry Lee Lewis got fried for it. Mm-hmm. And I use them because they're both white men. You know what I mean? I can use... They're the same. It's not like right. it's a different race where with R. Kelly, I'd have to find someone else right. comparable. And I think his crimes were even more. So I don't want to keep saying his name, right. but... Just the the actual mind state of twenty eight year old man who dates or is dating a fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old young woman is that normal? So I think we're saying no to that, right? I, and then just to add in really quickly because I know we're pressed for time, but now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I feel like the people who are prosecuted to the max are going to be those who are heavily in the spotlight because they have a greater influence over society and those who look up to them. So if you prosecute someone such as R. Kelly, then every other guy who may not be on his level, who is doing the same stuff, is going to look at it like, well, damn, if they do it to him, then I know I can get it. And it's almost like the courts are trying to set that tone, like give him, put him under the jail. And maybe others will realize that it's not worth it and they'll stop or they won't do it. And and this is one of those things. I, I um, This is where we can actually agree to disagree. Um, I think with those two examples I used, I feel like they were on the same level mm-hmm. mo- for the most part. And they chose to go after mm-hmm. Jerry. Obviously, Jerry's situation was different because she was like his second or third cousin. And, it, you know, from the outside, from the optics, it just looked worse where... Elvis, you know, married, I think when they got married, when he married his wife, she was nothing but 14 or 15. And I get it different times and all that, but they're from like the same times. And Mm -hmm. so where do you, how do you make that determination as to who we go after and who, who we don't? 
And you know, like you money. know, what difference? And I agree. Maybe money. it's the money and who got the money culture, and who do who do they have behind them? And you know, they went after the gentleman we spoke about earlier, but he had enough money to defend himself. Mm-hmm. Not saying that he did or didn't do anything, right? But he defended himself because when you have money, you can. Yes. Where now it seems like he's in a situation where he can't defend himself, right. and they're going after him because there's another actor I, I want to name. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. Um, Actually, you know what? I can't think of his name, but I'm going to leave it to you guys. I can't. It's not coming to me right now. But House of Cards. Mm-hmm. House of Cards actor, the main actor, the male. I cannot remember his name off the top of my head. He's been in quite a bit of headlines over, you know, his involvement with uh, men, younger men that are beneath him. And his involvement in, you know, uh, straight up pedophilia, Hollywood fe- pedophilia. From what I'm, I've heard in the research I've done. They brought him up for some charges and they wanted to go after him. But he said, hey, I'm going to expose a whole lot of people that's involved in this. And they said, hey, it might be our best idea to back off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We might not want to go after this guy. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do we pick and choose? So, yeah, since we are running low on time, I would just say, you know, for all of us, like, is is this I want to ask then I want to ask it out to everyone like. Is this a part of a culture that you've seen before? Because I know I've seen it. And I never really took it the wrong way when I was in high school. Like, I get it. He got a car. So she going to want to be with him, you know, or go hang out with him because he got a car or Mm -hmm. he got this or that. But, um, you know, is this a is this a normal thing that was that was a normal part of the culture? So let me pose that question to you, Bree. Was that a normal thing or were you like the abstract? No, it was normal. And the sad part is in the black community, when we have situations like that that occur, we're just told to keep it to ourselves. Leave it alone. Don't tell nobody. Don't talk about it. Because I remember there being this older man who owned this family store. And he was known to look at little girls with the side eye. And, you know, everybody knew it. But nobody wanted to talk about it. So it's not a, a one-off situation. It's something that we are all just taught not to talk about. And it's a, it's, it's a stigma. It's it's terrible it's unhealthy and when you are consumed around that type of energy all the time you begin to feel like it's okay and that's the way to handle it yep and uh that makes the great point that you made earlier about the culture Mm -hmm. and you know what is just genuinely accepted Mm -hmm. and what's not because i can be honest a 17 year old dealing with a 21 year old i i totally could accept that I, i really wouldn't bat an eye but once again for me the pivot point is about 24 you know you hit a level of maturity where how do you morally still go after these young girls Mm -hmm. so that's the whole reason we're having this conversation to start the dialogue Mm -hmm. um i want to hear both sides like if you feel it's normal if it's something that you've seen normally and it never really affected you if it's greatly affected you you know sound off to us we want to know i appreciate you guys waiting on these topics i'm gonna try to get more consistent in here but simply Bree is holding me to the fire uh-huh. here. She's like, hey, you need to get back on it. You need to stay in here. So thank you for listening. If you did, you know, make it through these these 20 minutes or so. Yes. And um, once again, we agree to disagree. It's been a great uh, topic and conversation. Can you plug yourself one more time in these last 30 seconds we got? Oh, of course. Definitely check me out. www.dearlove.com. That's D-E-A-R-L-U-V. Follow me on Instagram at DearLoveATL, Facebook DearLove770, and my personal is underscore simply Bree with two E's underscore. It's your host, Bless Lewis. Thank you very much for listening, and definitely check out these podcasts that she's uh, she's brought 
forth to you guys. Have a good evening. Bye.